Possibly the worst and definitely one of the worst and most embarrassing weeks in crypto history. Some truly shocking events occurred where stories are still unraveling and developing, so we will cover what some know to be true and what it may mean going forward. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday, we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets, as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. Be sure to check out our sponsors, I Trust Capital, for trading crypto in a tax-free IRA that allows you to DCA and buy dips with limit orders, diversify into other crypto exchanges like Kraken, the first crypto exchange to commit to proof of reserves audits back in 2014, and Ledger cold storage hardware wallets for the most secure and cost-effective way to secure your crypto for the long term. Awesome. Let's hit crypto this week. There have been a ton of articles, tweets, and videos uncovering the developing FTX debacle. So we are going to explore some of the allegedly known and unknown details so far, as well as what this likely means for the future of crypto. Here's a nice tweet with a five-day summary. CZ, the CEO of crypto exchange Binance, tweets. Sam Bankman-Fried, CEO of the crypto exchange FTX, denies everything. The crypto market crashes. CZ offers to buy FTX. Then CZ decides not to buy. Tron founder Justin Sun claims to be working on a solution. Ultimately, FTX, FTX US, and Alameda filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Then Sam Bankman-Fried hacked FTX, drains assets from FTX, and fled to Argentina on a private plane. But as the plot thickens, apparently Sam may still be in the Bahamas and hasn't fled yet. He may be in Bahamian custody. I mean, once I shoot and edit this video, some of these details could be more fleshed out or completely different, so we shall see. At the end of the day, it's looking like the situation was not caused by an honest mistake, security breach, software glitch, or mismanagement. Rather, it seems like all of what happened was done out of malice and was organized premeditated crime. Sam and a small private group of individuals deliberately hid risks to users and investors like us and deliberately misled everyone. Big institutional investors were duped, popular celebrities were duped, FTX's own employees were duped, all because a small private group within the company were the only ones that were actually privy to what was going on. And apparently, Sam Bankman-Fried built bespoke backdoor to outwit FTX compliance systems. Sam Bankman-Fried built a backdoor to his FTX exchange in an effort to change financial records and move funds without alerting others, according to a report by Reuters, citing two people with knowledge of the matter. He used bespoke software that was designed so that even external auditors would not be notified of changes to FTX books, the report said. It meant that no red flags were raised when $10 billion of funds were moved to FTX's sister trading arm, Alameda. Since then, people have been discovering a lot of odd connections between Sam, FTX, and other sketchy players like the World Economic Forum, the SEC, Gary Gensler, the Clintons, U.S. congressmen, etc. All this insinuating that Sam was planted by big global powers to tank the entire crypto space to make way for a big global central bank digital currency. Regardless of the human drama aspect, I agree with this tweet by Tasha Labs. Looking back, this is likely when Alameda's problem started. I said spillover will be bigger than you realize but it turned out even bigger than I realized. As she refers back to a tweet she made in May that reads, the Terra ecosystem had 10% of DeFi TVL. It's bigger than the seven largest US banks total share in global banking. Imagine JP Morgan, Bank of America, Citi, Wells Fargo, GS, Morgan Stanley, go bust all at once. That's the level of systemic shock we just had. Spillover will turn out bigger than you realize. So like we saw with the Terra Luna domino taking out Celsius, Voyager and more, FTX was cooking the books to hide holes in their balance sheet that potentially started appearing at this point. 
if not sooner. And although they were able to keep the music going for several more months, it's finally stopped, and the spillover from the second largest crypto exchange in the world will take down several more victims with it over the next several months. This is a massive, horrible contagion for both the crypto and traditional financial ecosystems. Caitlin Long tweets, I don't think it's an understatement to predict that FTX's Chapter 11 will be the most complex bankruptcy in U.S. history. No clear commercial law roadmap regarding crypto for the judge to follow. U.S. bankruptcy law has presumption against extraterritoriality. Every creditor doxed. There are over 100 entities Sam filed bankruptcy for. And here's just a partial look at Sam's empire's investments, with tons of major projects and companies listed like Solana, WonderFi, Polygon, Lido, Consensus, Blockfolio, Circle, BlockFi, and more. And from that, we've already started seeing effects almost instantly as crypto lender BlockFi pauses withdrawals in wake of FTX collapse. BlockFi had made a deal with FTX earlier this year. And Tether freezes $46 million of USDT held by FTX following law enforcement request. This stablecoin lost its $1 peg earlier on Thursday. And Tether has had pressure on them to produce an actual, completely transparent audit of the assets backing their stablecoin. And if it's anything like what we've been contemplating, a Tether collapse would be nothing short of a nuclear catastrophe. And if you haven't yet, it's more important than ever to check out my trilogy video series that educates us about the structure of the traditional financial markets, the cryptocurrency ecosystem, and why Terra Luna's, Celsius, and Voyagers and FTXs of the world were going to happen and how they ultimately went down. It will take you about an hour or so to get through them, but it's an extremely important investment of your time if you're in the crypto space. So check them all out by clicking on the link above. And after that, consider watching this video guide about why we should not be staking, lending, borrowing, or storing our crypto on a centralized platform in exchange for accruing yield or interest by clicking on the link above. And Tasha agrees, tweeting this prediction, we're nearing the act three climax of the great crypto crisis in 2022 story. Finale coming in the next six months. And other big players agree, as JP Morgan says FTX collapse fallout could cut the value of cryptocurrencies in half before it's over. A cascade of margin calls deleveraging crypto failures and Bitcoin at 13,000 are likely amid FTX fallout. And as the Fed's interest rate hikes have been ratcheting higher each month, the effects are still lagging and ultimately higher interest rates will reveal skeletons in the closet in the crypto industry. All in all, the cons from the FTX's collapse include tons of investors losing tons of money, another massive contagion in the markets, lower price levels likely over the next several months, serious big institutional money will stop coming into the space until regulators make decisions that create clarity, and ultimately, all of this could pave an easier way for the implementation and forced usage of a global central bank digital currency. Some pros from FTX's collapse include shaking out bad and weak players, leaving more room for good and strong players, more room for much needed maturation, and some hard-earned lessons about misusing exchanges as banks or entities for storing crypto long-term. For years, we've beaten the dead horse of the importance of transferring crypto off of exchanges onto cold storage hardware wallets to secure it properly. A key concept to understand as a crypto investor is that exchanges are tools and services that allow us to exchange fiat to crypto and crypto to crypto. Exchanges are not banks, they are not crypto wallets, and ultimately they are not secure places to leave crypto for the long term. Even if a crypto exchange and their teams do not have ill will or malicious intent, exchanges are major targets for hackers, are still susceptible to security breaches, freezes on withdrawals, honest mistakes and mismanagement, 
software glitches, and all kinds of other scenarios that result in everyone losing their money. We should only use exchanges for what they are uniquely qualified to do, which is exchanging fiat to crypto, crypto to crypto, and crypto back to fiat. Once we've made our exchanges and trades, we need to be transferring our crypto to hold for the long term on our own cold storage hardware wallets. If after the collapses of Celsius, Voyager, FTX, and BlockFi, you continue to move crypto to other centralized exchanges to leave for the long term, you are taking on a huge amount of risk and you need to be prepared to lose everything. If you don't have a hardware wallet yet, please take 20 minutes to watch my ultimate beginner's guide about how cryptocurrency wallets work by clicking on the link above. Because there is a section where we walk through setting up our own hot wallet on our cell phones and transferring funds from an exchange to it step by step. This is a good temporary solution until you get your own cold storage hardware wallet like Ledger devices. For just $79, you can get Ledger's Nano S Plus device. So if you have more than $79 worth of crypto, it's already worth the investment. Also, using the Ledger Live app, you can actually swap and exchange crypto safely on your cold storage device through connections with decentralized exchanges like OneInch and more. With Ledger Live, you can also manage your NFT investments, access your favorite Web3 applications, learn important information about crypto, and much more. Ledger also offers their more robust Ledger Nano X device that has Bluetooth capabilities, more storage capacity, and new color options like blazing orange and cosmic purple. Ledger also has secure solutions for storing your crypto private seed phrases like the Billfoddle and the Crypto Steel Capsule. So be sure to scroll down and use the links in the description area below to access Ledger's correct and official site and to also redeem any special offers they may have going on. All right, let's wrap things up with some positive closing thoughts about what's going on and what we can expect. Tasha Labs tweets, Despite everything, the market is casually holding the June lows. Will it go down more? Yes. But two things differ from June sell-off. Velocity is way lower, and there are more diverse trends across tokens. These are signs this bear market is approaching an advanced stage. Things may be very different in six months. And we also have to keep in mind that the global macro environment has not really gotten any better, and that will also play a key role in crypto market price action going forward. And some seemingly bearish activity that could lead to a positive thing for the Fed's future interest rate decisions. Wall Street layoffs pick up steam as Citigroup and Barclays cut hundreds of workers. And real estate firm laying off 13% of staff as housing market slows. And Facebook parent company Meta will lay off 11,000 employees. Yes, that sucks that all these people are losing their jobs, but the Fed views higher unemployment as a sign that the economy is slowing and therefore considers that we are closer to where we want to get with regard to inflation, which affects their rate hike decisions. This week's CPI report came back at 7.7%, lower than the previous month, which is also a number that affects the Fed's rate hike decisions. So the inflation report leaves Fed on track for half a basis point rise in December. Some central bank officials have signaled a desire to moderate the pace of interest rate increases. And when the Fed pivots and stops increasing interest rates, we will be closer to going back to a bullish market. Sweet. And here's one final tweet from Tasha Labs that should give us a glimmer of positivity and hope. U.S. equities have a market cap of $46 trillion, but only 150 million U.S. people are stock owners. Crypto has a market cap of $1 trillion, but 300 million people worldwide own crypto. However chaotic, this is the largest democratization of capital ownership humanity has ever seen. Keep the long view in mind. Awesome. Well, that was last week crypto with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So what did you think about this crazy week? Which part of the FTX fiasco do you find the most insane so far? Are you going to move all of your crypto off of exchanges? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.